0: So shout out to Len for deterring shots and hustling and getting a few block shots, getting rebounds, staying in front of his man. Shout out to Chris Duarte for doing his thing as well, Uh, slowing people down. And that's all I ask.
1: Yeah, shout out to just the bench. I mean, Trey Lyles had just a a really good game. Um, I'm happy that, you know, because he just really hasn't looked right since he's been back from his injury. Um, so it was nice to see him kind of get out there and, you know, do it all, do it all on both ends of the floor. He was playing some defense, hitting some threes, getting to the basket.
2: Without the bench this game, honestly, it was probably just going to stay a block. So I'm glad that Mike Brown took that opportunity to, you know, give minutes to players who did not play that much in previous games who've been hit with, like, DNPs. go. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings Cast. It's daily. Along with my co-pilots, Liz and Naima. What's happening? What's up, y'all? What's up? First quarter, Kings start off slower than a Prince Ballad. Hawks up 16 with five minutes to go. Quist Duarte comes in and gives the Kings some life on defense. Trey Lyles and Bleak Monk both hit threes. Belinda turned a lot of shots as well. Shout out to him. Kings show some life and cut the lead to 13 Second quarter, Fox hits a three, cuts the lead to nine. Trey Lyles hits two threes. Duarte and Sabonis connect for two easy baskets. However, Atlanta makes a run of their own, and they're up by 18 to end the half. To end the half, ladies, first half comments.
2: I mean, there was just like no effort whatsoever, and I feel like the Kings just didn't. Try to switch it up, and like instead of like shooting too many threes, like try to attack the basket um yeah, it was just it was just a very lackluster half, not much to say Atlanta was just d- making everything and doing everything right, whereas the Kings it was just the complete opposite,
1: yeah, if uh you're gonna play with that type of effort every night, um you don't deserve to win a lot of games, uh I mean, the first half was just inexcusable with the effort allowing all the second chance points um i mean we didn't have very many turnovers but i feel like when you allow second chance points that's almost just as bad um but yeah just it just a very very bad you know first half for the team um just the defense they weren't making the rotations just you know getting out rebound getting pushed around physically um settling for the three yet again i mean that's just kind of the killer of this team when they continue to settle for that three and you know, when Clint Compel is not in the game, that's where you take advantage of the paint um, because that's the only shot blocker that they have on that team. So, you know, to for Sabonis kind of to not, you know, demand the ball a little more, um, it's a little disappointing. But, yeah, just a, not a good first half of this team.
0: I do want to shout out the bench, though. And I was waiting for them to come in because we knew. Uh, Most of the starters just looked a little lifeless. Uh, So shout out to Len for deterring shots and hustling and getting a few block shots, getting rebounds, staying in front of his man. Shout out to Chris Duarte for doing his thing as well. Uh, Slowing people down. And that's all I ask. You're not going to stop everybody who's on a heater. But if you could at least slow them down and get in passing lanes, that's all I ask. And that's what he did. And then shout out to Trey Lyles too for hitting some timely shots. So. Yeah, I I was ready to just have the bench come in for 30 minutes, honestly. Third quarter, also known as Foxenheimer, Fox goes on a heater. Great moment on defense where Keegan was checking DeJounte Murray and caused him to miss. Fox and DeJounte had DeJounte guessing and got the and one at one point. Trey hits a three. Kings down five to end the quarter. Fourth quarter, Fox hits another three. He had 16 points in the second half. Kings down three. Hawks go on a run. Hawks go up 11. Then Sabonis goes to work in the paint. Kings within five. Fox, it's a motion three. Kings up one with six minutes to go. Monk finds Keeks for a baseline floater. Kings up six. Hawks and Kings go back and forth. Kings seem to clamp in the last three minutes of the game. Of the, of the game. Kings win in a nail-biter.
1: Yeah, I mean... They went into half and (coughs) apparently whatever Mike Brown said and, you know, the halftime speech and all that worked. Um, They came out and outscored Atlanta, I believe. They finished like 63 to 39 in that second half. So only allowing 39 points in two quarters is amazing, especially after giving up 71 points in that first first half. Um, Yeah. Shout out to just the bench. I mean, Trey Lyles had just a, a really good game. Um, I'm happy that, you know, because he just really hasn't looked right since he's been back from his injury. Um, So it was nice to see him kind of get out there and, you know, do it all, do it on both ends of the floor. He was playing some defense hitting some threes, get into the basket. Um, Davion, I thought, provided some really good minutes defensively, especially on Trey Young, drew a couple offensive fouls. So, you know, that's really good for him, especially, you know, with him not playing as much as he used to. Um, So I thought he gave some definitely good minutes. Alex Lynn, I thought, gave some really nice minutes. Uh, for a while there he you know was obviously on that stretch when the kings were kind of making their runs and then um chris Dorte again you know coming off the bench you know kevin Herter obviously going out with an injury uh to just play defensively knocking down that big three you know to go up by three um yeah the bench definitely needed this kind of game especially after you know dropping that dud on uh you know tuesday in portland um it was a nice bounce back game for the bench um De'Aaron just doing what De'Aaron does i mean if if people can't see that, you know, he's a superstar. I don't know what the fuck you're watching. Uh, just what he's doing, you know, in all facets of the game. He can get to the basket at ease. Now he's shooting the three ball. You know, he had eight threes tonight. That's a record for him um, in a game in his career. Uh, and then, you know, on the defensive end, um, DeJounte Murray was doing whatever he wanted in that first half. And I thought Jaren Fox played some really great defense on him in the second half. And he was basically non-existent in that second half. So when you got a guy that can play both ends of the floor like that, um you're looking really good and especially you know being top five and you know the score and scoring in the league um I mean that's just incredible so De'Aaron Fox just continues to grow and you know we we truly need to appreciate um you know De'Aaron Fox every game because of what he does and Sabonis again doing what he does as well so just a great second half by the team
0: Naima what were your thoughts
2: I was just going to say like uh shout out to like the bench especially players who haven't really gotten minutes mm-hmm. and were given an opportunity like Davion today and mm-hmm. um and I mean I, like Duarte hit that 3 when it was 110 110 to 113 110 and I don't think the Kings mm-hmm. lost that lead after he hit that 3 so shout out to him him um as well as Davion you know getting that offensive uh foul on Trey was it Trey Was it DeJounte? I'm not 100% sure, but uh, again, like just the bench stepping up, I believe. And Malik as well, Trey, I think without the bench this game, honestly, it was probably just going to stay a block. So I'm glad that Mike Brown took um, that opportunity to, you know, give minutes to players who did not play that much in previous games who've been hit with like DNPs. Um, but let me just reiterate saying that De'Aaron Fox is an absolute superstar and he should be a starter in the All-Star. I know that it's all about popularity, but genuinely he deserves to start in the All-Star game. He is just playing out of his mind this season. Last season, I was impressed with him but this season is something else him shooting this well from three like it's nothing I feel like they kind of robbed him of a ninth three because there was this one step back three on the top of the key that I feel like was supposed to be a three but they gave a two to him but just you know he's just playing fantastic and for him to up his game like this and like even on the defensive end he had so many steals so many deflections important moments like he just had everything and of course I can't forget Domas vote for him as well um he had a double double a double double machine he'll probably lead the league again in double doubles Um, and you know just um just solid all around always giving us that steady hand that steady uh movement on offense as well as defense and you know it was just, it was a great comeback for the Kings. Like you hate when you see your team go down by twenty three, but to come back from twenty three is also a special feat in itself. So yeah, light the beam. I'm glad the Kings woke up the second half.
0: Exactly, and I'm so glad my my delusional Kings will win the chip meter this season is is <laughs> right back up there. It was it was going low after that loss, but but now that we came back from twenty three points down, my delusional homer meter is going back up. So I'm happy about that.
1: All right. Uh, I just basically agree. Second half. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, they came back, they did what they do, made the adjustments, and that's it. Like to be.
0: It's like, let me talk before uh, my phone cuts out. Yeah, absolutely. Ben, what's going on?
3: Yeah, fellow Chris Duarte, truth here, checking in. Um, I was so, so happy for him, man. Like, he, every time that, and, and there's so many people who like crash Chris Duarte, but whenever that dude steps in the game, like, you feel him. And, like, his shot hasn't been great this year. But I, would, I just think the dude just needs a bit of run and he needs, needs to get his confidence back. Offensively, his, his um, confidence is shot offensively. But, yeah, I, I just think if he can just get some runs, especially next to Sabotis, um, he is potentially that fifth starter that uh, we need. And, and, and it showed tonight. The dude had five points. But his, his fingerprints were all over that game. Not only does he guard Trey Young the whole time, and, and it just takes that burden off De'Aaron Fox. Like De'Aaron Fox probably doesn't have a game like tonight if you don't have someone like Chris Duarte picking up Trey Young for, for the 24 minutes he was in. Um, and good to see Alex Len back. Um, that just, yeah, man, Alex Len... Yeah, I think it was the second um, highest plus minus. Dude have not played 10, 10, um, 10 minutes tonight. So shout out to Alex Len. Just you know, just goes out there, sets massive screens, plays defense, rebounds. I think mean, he even had four assists tonight as well. But just just doesn't make those fucking stupid mistakes that JaVel McGee does. And they're just deflating. And I feel it's deflating for the bench as well when he's out there and just making because Malik Monk's erratic. You know spraying the ball around we don't need it from our backup center as well and one last thing david mitchell um they great team back in the rotation so now I'm, I'm a big key on Ellis guy I put my hand up there and even when they drafted him I wasn't super stoked on it but that dude come in and played really well tonight and it was great to see that they um they sent him in for their post game presser as well and the dudes just a he's just such a pro man and he was just talking about like helping keon ellison you know i think just culture wise D- davion mitchell um is an absolute legend and it was great to see him um, have a good game tonight but uh yeah i'll leave it with that thanks guys have a good night
0: thanks ben happy new year to you um before we go further i just want to say in the order it's going to be emmy and then ross and then havertz Haverts, please have patience i appreciate you coming in Uh, Good points all around Ben. And I think there's something to be said about centers who are huge and have girth, like the Steven Adams of the world, who they may not have a so quote unquote bag and all that. And they may not jump, you know, seven feet in the air and all that, but they're still useful on the floor and yeah. Setting screens and boxing out and just being and taking up space on the floor is everything, and that's still something valuable in this NBA. So, thank you so much, Ben. It's Ross, what's going on?
4: Yo, what up, everybody? Not a pretty win, but you know things haven't been that great this season as far as our outside shooting, and it's so much of this team's game. Is kind of it's kind of good that we can have you know a better record than we did last year. I think we were on the season they shot like thirty six and a half percent from three, and we're below 34 percent this year so i'm going to take it as a positive and kind of thinking like mike brown and just he he watches practice and they they got to be hitting him in practice or else he wouldn't be having him shoot 50 a game you would you'd think at some point he would pivot but this team is better than that and they proved it last year i mean keegan's struggling from three herder um barnes is actually decent average but um if these regular guys just pull it back around, this team gets you know a lot better with keegan's uh you know defense stepping up and Fox being a better defender and an actual three point shooter if the other guys can step up like they did last year, I mean, all the pieces say that we're a better team than last year, so it may just take a little patience um uh, love duarte um we keep talking about trading for a scrappy guy that's gonna you know get in your face and you know, a little Alex Caruso type and Duarte, he's, he's not the perfect player and he's still, you know, young, but so we don't really know what we have with him, but he checks all the boxes for, you know, scrappy guy, dive on the floor, play deep when he's out there, you know, he's out there and, um, he can't hit the damn basket to save his life. Um, but I love that he doesn't hesitate. We've had so many players that just, pass up that open three and then the defense you know just knows from then on that the player isn't confident so shout out to him for um you know kind of fighting his offensive struggles and not uh, not letting it affect his defensive game which is one of the hardest things to do in basketball because everybody loves to get up in your face playing defense when the shot is falling but when that thing starts clanking you you know shoulders start dropping you start letting people get by you um I think that's somewhat what we're seeing with uh, Barnes and Herter. Um, I love them, but when their offensive game isn't there, they they really let it show. Um, So, yeah, shout out to a guy like Duarte or uh, a guy like Trey Lyles, another guy, even when his shot's not falling, like Trey is in their body in, and Trey is a big-time player. Like, fourth quarter, I feel real good with that man in the last five minutes. You almost never see him make mistakes. Um, He hits a lot of big shots. Um, So yeah, shout out to Trey. I mean, he's just been came back and I completely understand why um, Brown trusts him so much. So, and last little thing, Alex Len, um, this team's so much better. I love McGee, but I think McGee's 10 years older than Len and, Um, If we all remember last year, Len got put in the rotation. The first two games were, they were like bad. Like I remember thinking like this guy is really like hurting us um, games. And since those first two games, he, I don't think he's had a single bad game, maybe one or two in here, but the guy is so solid. So expect once he's back in the rotation, like that solidifies us and we start to kind of steady the course a little bit more, but. Yeah, sometimes the like the great G man says, you know, keep it close and try and steal it in the last five minutes when you're on the road because uh, it's never easy. So, yeah,
0: good win. And I want to say credit to Mike Brown for sticking with the bench. Um, I love that Barnes and and Kevin Herter only played less than twelve minutes each. So, and granted, I know Kevin Herter got injured, but if the vibes are going with the defense. I mean, with the bench, then stick with your bench. And they've all played more than 25 minutes. So good for them. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting. Uh, So Torino posted something today, and he said, yeah, there's rumors about um, Andrew Wiggins uh, being on the trading block. How do y'all feel about that? And I was a little confused because, you know, it was only last year where – We played the Warriors in the first round and Andrew Wiggins was given De'Aaron Fitz. And I'm not saying he slowed him. I mean, I'm not saying he stopped him, but he did slow him down. Um, He's basically, and I always said this, you guys know I've said this, where it's like, yeah, we need our own Andrew Wiggins, uh, where we need a 6'9 athletic two-way player. And that's really what he is. So I have no idea what the issue is with Andrew Wiggins. And a lot of Kings fans are saying, hell no, And then, you know, they did that Homer tribalism shit. It's like, oh, I don't want to trade for a warrior. I'm like, this is the business, first of all. And talent is talent. I don't care where they come from. So you're going to tell me if they give you a godfather deal and send Steph Curry for some chunk change, you wouldn't take it. I mean, it's like, I don't care if he's a warrior. That's fucking talent that we need. And as long as we don't give up our favorite people, we're not going to give up Keegan for Andrew Wiggins. That's not happening. I would have no problem having Andrew Wiggins on the Sacramento Kings. Period. Um Naima or Elizabeth care to chime in?
5: Well b- before b- sorry, uh, before you go do it. before uh, Liz and Naima go. Um yeah, I you know put that out cuz I'm seeing that apparently Golden State is I guess they're they're um entertaining the idea of moving on from him. And you know, like like you I've see people saying hell no, he's Harrison Barnes and he's not. He's better than Harrison. Like I don't care what nobody says in here or in the world. He's better than Harrison is, and that's no disrespect to Harrison. Love Harrison, but Andrew Wiggins would be an upgrade slightly, but he would be an upgrade. So not even shipping for that to even happen. But I mean, you know what? What would that hurt aside from the fact that he is currently on the Warriors and we do have that budding rivalry with them right now? But I mean. Like Daly said, I mean, this is the business. And, you know, I mean, if you have an opportunity to even make even the slightest upgrade to your team, you just have to. And we all know that that's what Monty's mindset is. So whether we any of us like it, hate it, love it, whatever, he's going to do what's best for the team. So if if at all, if there's a possibility that he could go acquire Andrew Wiggins somehow and not give up anything meaningful, which. Andrew Wiggins won't caution anything meaningful. I believe he would. So, you know, I mean, again, not necessarily hoping that happens, but if it did, then, I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to it because he is an upgrade over at least one of our starters, maybe even two, possibly, but definitely one.
0: For sure.
2: Well, I was just going to say, like, I feel like Andrew Wiggins would be a good choice if we were to trade for him, if we can't get, like, anyone else. Like, everyone wants OG, but... Yeah, I think he at the wing, especially he would help us out a lot um on defense as well. And he's like a little bit quicker and everything. But yeah, I for now, um, I don't expect Monty to make too many big changes, and I wouldn't like hate that either. I wanna see how this team like plays on. And again, uh 18 and 12 is not a terrible record at all by any means. It's just funny to me. I say this all the time. It's just like the king like Kings fans are so funny because we've been a losing franchise for like almost two decades and suddenly we get good and everyone panics. Like when we lose granted, some losses are like worse than others. Like, but still I'm like, y- y'all need to be patient with this team. um, And the vision that Monty and Mike Brown and the coaching staff and everyone has for this team. And that's all that's, that's what I'm going to like uh keep on. Like if, we go on like a 15 game losing streak or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Then it's like, what's going on. But, um, I'm happy where the team is as of now.
0: Absolutely. Naima. I mean, we're 30 games in, I will take a 600 Kings team any day. Right. Over that team where I was pulling tankathon numbers. You guys remember who I was, uh, what, two years ago when, uh, I was more of a draft quote unquote expert. Uh, Half the time I was saying, hey, prospects are playing this weekend. I had my Keegan-Murray memes to prove it back in (laughs) March 2022 or whatever that was. And now it's like the only college ball I'm watching is is the women's and, of course, my UCLA Bruins when they're on national TV because the Pac-12 network sucks. But it's like I love that. I love that I don't have to worry about top ten picks right now. I still – Like watching them. I like knowing what's going on and just seeing who has a bag, who's not, who's worthy of a number three pick or whatever. But we don't have to worry about that. If anything, I'm looking at who's going to be a great prospect for us, who's undrafted, and we're going to sign for the cheap. We're going to become the Miami Heat and start getting players that nobody knows about, but are still good. And I like that about this. And especially in this conference, are you kidding me? This fucking shark tank of a conference? And we're the fifth seed. You know how hard that is? It's unbelievable. And I, and I will take it any day. And, yeah, I get it. Those blowouts are super concerning. They stress me out. I don't like it. Um, and it does get me thinking. It's like, damn, is our defense worthy enough for a long playoff, playoff run? It isn't. But right now I will take it, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to enjoy the team, you know, game by game. Um, I'm not gonna, you know, worry about trades until they happen. Um, I mean everyone wants to keep doing the trade machines and you know, all that stuff. So I'm just gonna take it day by day. If Monty makes a move, he makes a move, but I just know he's very calculated and he's not gonna make a move just to make a move. Um, you know, he's gonna look at what's best for this team and you know what's gonna get this team farther into the future. So um yeah, I'm 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 fine with the team now because they are eighteen and twelve. Um you know, they've been getting it done. They've had some really great wins this season, you know, beating some of the top teams in the, you know, Western Conference. So trades and all that stuff until they actually happen.
0: 100%. It's all about just enjoying the journey um, for sure. Elizabeth, what's up?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to close by saying, you know, uh, happy New Year's to everyone. Um, I believe as a whole, we uh, collectively agreed that uh, we are taking Sunday off since it is New Year's Eve. So. You know, we can all kind of enjoy our New Year's Eve with our families and whatever, you know, everyone's doing. So, um, yeah, this will be the last episode of 2023 and then we'll we'll be back for 2024, obviously. Um, so, yeah, enjoy Sunday. I know I will. We got basketball. We got football. I'll be barbecuing. So, um, yeah, I hope everyone has a good New Year's and stay safe. Use Uber if you are drinking, please. No drinking and driving. Um, you know, we don't need we don't need anything like that uh, happening with anyone. So stay safe, y'all.
0: Uh, we appreciate you all. Uh, we are out of here and happy new year. Take care y'all. Thank you so much happy for uh, coming through you.
2: Happy new year, everyone.